Hey everybody, what's up? We are back with episode 7 of the Monologue Podcast. Yay! And I'm so excited to have you here as usual. Um, Man, I'm excited. It's feeling good outside in the Midwest these past couple days. This weekend is supposed to be nice. So, you know, I'm trying to go outside and show some leg. You know what I'm saying? Show a little bit of kneecap because it's about to be nice out. You feel me? But first, before any of that, we're going to hop right on into this week's episode. So if y'all ready, I'm ready. Let's go. All right. You know, I like to start off every week with just a brief little recap of last week's episode. Last week's episode, Focus Pocus. Um, we really talked about just what it means to be attentive and to be intentional with your time. Um, you know, taking one thing at a time and understanding the importance of focusing on one thing at a time and, and giving your energy fully and attention fully to something so that you can get the best results and then moving on to the next thing. And so, um, I hope you guys enjoyed that. A couple people, you know, tweeted me and said that they resonated with that. And that's something that especially as, you know, young people and coming out of college or even just being a young person grinding outside of college and things like that, you want to do everything. You want to be involved in everything because you feel like time is just against you. And, you know, any day now, this could be it. Um, and so we stretch ourselves too thin very often. And so the importance of focusing down and focusing in, should I say, on one thing is uber, uber, uber important and should be a priority. And so I hope you guys enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. Um, so yeah, this week, our grinding in the trenches spotlight is super duper special. This is going out to my sis, Zaina Morris. Um, this woman is just absolutely amazing. One of just the most kind spirited people I've ever met. So fun, so funny. Just love her. So blessed to have met her. Um, one of my sorors. So, you know, the love go deep, the love go deep. Um, but aside from being just an amazing individual on a personal level, she also has such a great heart. And recently I found out that she started her own scholarship fund. It's called the Zaina Morris Dream Scholarship. And what it is, that is a scholarship she does every year on her birthday of all days, a day that is supposed to be out about her. She makes it about someone else. And so she launches um, every year, she launches this scholarship fund on her birthday and keeps it open for a little bit. Um, this year is her fourth year running the scholarship. She started her junior year in college. And basically her intent was just to be able to raise money to financially bless a student from her high school back home. Um, because, you know, we all, you know, those, those scholarship applications come around, those college applications come around, graduation prom, all these things come up your senior year. And not everybody's parents has the money to take care of those things. And you don't want anyone to feel left out or behind or feel like they can't handle their business or feel, you know, they can't feel like they can't chase their dreams because of finances. And so four years ago, she decided to start this scholarship fund to send back and bless a student at her high school, blessing her community where she came from. And she's been going strong ever since then. And so uh, this year, she 
did it again for the fourth year. She has a GoFundMe. She has a Facebook page and everything for the Zayn Morris Dream Scholarship. And of course, I'm going to leave all of those links in the description box. So I need y'all to make sure when I spotlight these people in the grind and in the trenches segment, this literally is just to give them a platform and to give you guys insight to some things that amazing people in our community are doing. Most of the time, black people, um, and black women especially just doing amazing things. And so I really hope that you guys um, take that to heart and really look into what these people are doing and really look into supporting them because it's so, 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 so important. So shout out to you, Zaina. I'm definitely going to be donating. I'm definitely going to be dropping this, um, the, the link in the description box and I'm going to be blasting it on my social media. Um, she has a goal of $600 for this year. She's already a little over $400. So y'all, we can get her over there at that edge. Just, you know, a little under $200 to go and maybe we can bless somebody with more than what she's asking for. So I'm definitely going to leave those links in. Please check them out. Please click on it. If it's $5, $1, $2.50, I don't even know if you can donate cents, but you might need at least a dollar. Um, but please check that out and support my girl, Zayna. This is just an awesome, awesome, awesome thing she's doing. And I'm super proud of you, Zayna. And I hope all goes well with this. So shout out to you and keep grinding, sis. It does not go unnoticed. Okay. And now we're going to mosey on over to the petty porch where we talk about our petty portion. Okay. Okay. Y'all see that alliteration I did there? The petty porch is what we sit in. Sipping our tea during the petty portion. <laughs> so this week's petty portion goes out to my neighbor. It actually goes out to my neighbor because my neighbor has been getting mad disrespectful. Okay, mad disrespectful. And so I live in a residential area. I moved off campus because ain't nobody got time to be around the kids all the time. And so I live in a more residential area here in town and it's just a lot of just like residents of the area it's not college students or anything so my neighbor who lives across from me um she's a really sweet older lady um she's very sweet she um loves me <laughs> and my boyfriend she like bakes us cookies and one time she made us a meatloaf which i was kind of like taking back from because you know you don't eat food out of everybody's kitchen so she made us like a whole meatloaf one time um she brings this like cornbread that she thinks my boyfriend likes but he really doesn't like it <laughs> he don't know how to tell her and she'll just like hang it in a, on a baggie on our doorknob and so she's a really sweet lady um, I don't know what we've ever done to make her feel the need to be so nice to us. So sometimes it comes a little creepy, like maybe she's trying to get us in the sunken place a little bit. Like I'm like, whoa, she just popped up one day with a plate of cookies. This could definitely turn out to like some horror film type thing. So, you know, I got to keep my eyes peeled. Oh, dang. My bad, y'all. But, um, yeah, sometimes I got to keep my eyes peeled for that one. But most recently in the past like month or two, you know, it's been a little cold. We're finally warming up just a little bit. I'm sure it's going to get cold again. But the past month or two, we saw some colder days. We saw some snow or we've seen some snow, excuse me. And so she has a cat. Now, anybody who knows me knows that I don't do the kitties. Okay. I don't like the cats. I'm not a fan. I can definitely 110% do without them. Um... And so she has a cat and the cat is cool. Like it's a house cat. The cat be in the house. Don't bother, don't bother me. You know, me in my house. 
However, once it started getting cold a little bit in like January and such, we noticed that she was leaving like bowls of food out like down in our parking lot. I'm um, in like our little like yard area of our parking lot, whatever, the little grass. She was leaving bowls of food for the stray cats in the area. And so I'm like, at first I'm like, oh, I mean, this is nice. Like she has a cat and she wanted to take care of the hood rat cats. Cool. Um, sure. And so it didn't bother me. So, um, you know, we'd come home and it'd be, a, you know, a cat or two gathered under this little tree where these little bowls of food were. And, you know, they'd be snacking and cool, whatever. I go up in my mail or what. Now, I don't like cats. Cats to me are like snakes with fur. Like they're too sneaky at any time. They can just pounce like their hind legs are too strong. Their hind legs are too strong. And at any time, they can just pounce up on you. And then they got claws, scratch your whole, you know what I mean? Your whole joint off. Your whole mask off, okay? Fuck it, mask off. That's what a cat, they just get, get your whole mask. And I don't like that. I don't like that, that they can do that. So I keep my distance, right? So, you know, she put these bowl, these bowls of food down and, you know, a cat or two will come. They'll stay down there. They get scared when you pull up, they drive away. They run away. Cool. So as time goes on, it gets colder. More food is showing up down here. More bowls. She even now, she even, she even built a little cardboard hotel for them. Look, cardboard uh, my, my, my home, Airbnb, if you would, you know what I mean? And so I'm like, okay, so now she, the cats are getting comfortable. They're like, oh, mi casa, su casa, you casa, su casa, mi casa, you casa. Um, and I'm like, all right, I'm still, it's cool. They down here. All I got to do is pull up, hunk them horns a couple times, flash the lights, scare them, and they're going to roll. So I'm like, that's fine. But then we got a little out of control because it started getting really cold and then it started snowing more. So she then decides to move the whole operation upstairs to the porch, like to our landing where we both share. So you come up from the stairs, you go left is my apartment, you go right is her apartment. Or you go right, whatever, one side of mine, one side of hers. So she brings the whole operation up and, and put, sets up shop on her side, right? But the problem is the stairs are right in the middle. And so we come home and now at this point, we went from one to two cats to about six little felines just looking scruffy, looking like their mother didn't love them, like they get kicked out the house at 18. And they all got the whole the whole area on lock. Now, our land and our porch, not that big. We got six or seven cats just sitting up here. So I'm walking up the stairs. They didn't got bold now. They already know who I am. They already, they already pulled my car. So I got like, oh, shorty ain't no shit. So we can try her. So I'm walking up the stairs. I got to get all the way up the stairs before they decide they going to move. Like, y'all, y'all saw me part. Y'all could have been down by the time I came up. But they ain't worried about me because they didn't got too comfortable because shorty over there feeding her Chef Boyardee and Tuna Classics. And so now they, didn't even, they got no respect for me. So I'm coming all the way up the stairs and I got to move to the side so they can walk down the stairs at this point and so i don't like it because i don't i get nervous with cats because i never know what they're gonna do they're just so sneaky and conniving and they move too fast and so i'm walking up the stairs and so i get all the way up and then all of a sudden they all just shoot seven different directions they jump in from the dang second story off the balcony they ain't walking down there. A couple of them walking down the stairs like we ain't worried other than they jumping in five or six i don't like that i don't i get scared I just freeze up okay 
I should not have to feel this kind of stress and anxiety walking into my own residence where I pay rent. These things ain't paying no rent. They up here chilling. I got a whole little hut hut sitting on the porch. They got blankets. They got water. The water frozen because it's too cold outside, but they licking the ice in the bowl. She got three different kinds of food. It's a whole buffet. If they don't want the little nibbles, they can have some of the little tuna out the can. They don't want the tuna out the can. They can have some, I don't know, caviar. She got a whole lot set up for them. And I just feel like this is disrespectful because I have had conversations with her multiple times about how I don't like cats because when her cat would be out there, I'd be like, oh my God, he's so cute, but you know, I'll pass because I'm not a fan. You know, I let her know that without being disrespectful so she know how I feel, right? She know how I feel. So one day I had to knock on her door like, ma'am, I don't know what's going on, but it seems like the cats are multiplying and they're spending a lot more time up on like our landing. And the other day I came home and it was three cats sleeping on my placemat like that was day shit and you know what I mean I was like you know I don't know what we can do about this maybe we can move the food back downstairs but I just don't feel comfortable with all the cats living you know so closely to me because if they get bold one day when I'm jet inside my house thinking I'm with on what you own then we really gonna have an issue and this lady literally was like um well I just yeah I noticed that there's just too many of them now and I don't know why they keep coming up here, honestly. I mean, I've called the city. Someone needs to do something because I don't know why they keep coming up here. I mean, it's just chicken ridiculous. At this point, I just look down to the left like, what you mean you don't know why they coming up here, G? You got 17 bowls of food out here, some milk, some water, mittens for the kittens. Like, what are you saying to me? You know why they up here. They up here because of you, man. Because of you. Damn. So after I said something to her, she saw that I was getting real, real. The next day, the balls was back down in the grass. So all in all, the point of this petty portion is say, don't be that kind of neighbor. Okay? Don't be that kind of neighbor. My neighbor Petty, because she knew that I didn't rock with the little litty kitties. She still had them up there all in my space. And she made me have to come knock on the door. Now, I don't know. She might be offended. I can't accept no more brownies because it might be some spoiled kitty litter in the, in the, in the batch. And she might be trying to take me out for real now. She childish and she wrong. But I'm cool. I'm cool on it because the cat's back downstairs. And then it got warm now. It ain't got a little, this was fucked up. It ain't got a little warm outside now. And the damn cats ain't even been around. So they really used and finessed her anyway for the warmth and for the food. And now it's a little nice out. The sun's out, buns out. And the cats, they went about that merrily little way. They back in the alley chilling, bicking back. Hmm. How you feel now, Sandra? Lesson learned. You can't trust these filthy felines. Moving on. So now that I've got that off my chest, that's been sitting heavy in my heart for um, a couple months now. And it really, it really felt good to get that off. We're going to jump on in to this week's jam session. Now, this week's jam session is something that I'm really um, excited to talk about and and I feel like it's very necessary because it's something that I deal with personally and have dealt with personally and I'm really interested to hear some perspective on this so you know what I mean I would love to hear you guys thoughts on this but this week we're going to talk about defending your character 
Um, and this is something that I take very seriously because I think it's, I pride myself on wanting to be a good person. And it's, it's hard. It's hard to constantly like, you know what I mean? Uh, um, strive to achieve this. It's not something that just happens overnight. It's not something that's just always there. It's not a permanent state of being. Uh, sometimes you have your days where you're just like, man, fuck everything, fuck everybody. Excuse my language. Um, and that's okay because we're all human. However, um, I do, do definitely strive to consistently be overall a good person. And so I take it very personally when people attack my character and try to place labels on me and try to paint me out to be a type, to be a person, the type of person that I know for a fact I am not. So before we can get to the point where you're defending your character, you first have to truly understand yourself. And, um, because I've been spending so much time with myself over these past, like over this past like year or two, I've really been just consistently whenever situations arise or just in general, really looking within and being extremely self analytical so that I can better understand how I tick. You know what I mean? What it is that, um, I'm passionate about, what it is that really grinds my gears, what is it that, um, I constantly seem to, um, bump heads with people about? What are my points of tension? What are my points of conflict? What are the, what are my strengths? You know, these kind of things you really have to be, um, introspective about to really understand yourself. And once you really get to, you know what I mean? get beneath the surface to understand yourself, you really start to understand the type of person you are and the type of character, um, you know, what kind of character flaws you have, what are your strengths and things like that. And so in these past couple of years, I've been able to do that. And so I know what, what my strengths are, what some of my strength, strengths are, and I try to continue to enhance them. And I also know what some of my flaws are and I try to continue to, um, uh, dissipate those or or make them go away um and learn from them for example one of my flaws i know for sure is that i am not always the best communicator um because i am so much in my head sometimes sometimes my mind moves faster than my actions and so i'll have really good intention and think and the thought to do something good or the thought to to um you know just act on something but because I have like my mind's going a thousand miles per hour, I just can't always do all the things that I have the intentions to do. And so sometimes my my mind and my actions don't meet up, you know, so I, I don't communicate the things that I'm thinking in a timely manner. And so then to other people who are waiting for a response, waiting for answer or expecting a certain levels of communication from me, they don't get those and they feel like then they feel like I've forgotten about them or that I'm ignoring them or that I am. um you know, not invested in, in them because I just simply have not, I have failed to communicate properly. That is definitely uh, um, a flaw of mine that I, I try to work on. I definitely try to work on. I can be very forgetful sometimes because I never just focus, as I talked about last week. I never just sit down and focus on one thing and and hash out all the details of one thing and don't move on to another thing until that's finished. Instead, I try and just chip off at every little thing. Um and so, you know, communicating better and focusing on one thing at a time, definitely, you know, flaws and flaws is such a negative word. Those are definitely opportunities for me that I can improve on, right? 
And then when it comes to strengths, you know, I feel like when I do communicate, I'm a very, you know, active listener. I definitely um, try to seek to understand before a re- before a rebuttal. I really try and understand someone else's point of view because I think in order to be a good person, you have to be willing to understand everyone's point of view. I, I firmly believe that. I do not believe that we all have to agree because I know for a fact we will not all agree. But we should try to understand someone else's point of view so we can better understand where are the points that we do disagree, right? And so, you know, I, I try to be an active listener. Um, I, I try to come at things lightheartedly as best I can. I'm kind of known to be kind of goofy and add a little humor to situations to kind of just lighten the mood a little bit. So that's something that I offer, right? So, um, before we get to the point where we can defend our character, we have to understand who we are. And so in the past year or two, I think I've come to understand the woman that I am and more so the woman that I'm trying to be and the steps that I need to take to get there. And so I take my journey with becoming a good person and a better person very seriously. So within that, I take it very personally when people attack my character. When you, you know, because it's just one of those things like when you know you're working hard to have good intentions and to have good actions and all these things and people still feel the need to attack your character, especially people who don't know you or who haven't taken the time to get to know you and get to understand you. But then they feel like they can have such a stern and strong opinion on you and label you as this or that kind of person. I don't like that. And I'm learning that it's okay for me to be vocal about the fact that I will not allow you to attack my character, especially if you have not taken the time to understand me. Um, in the past, I, especially with people who I value, um, whose opinions I value, it, I've allowed people to really hurt me and really have me down and doubting myself and having me question myself because I allow their opinions to have so much weight. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if this person thinks this way about me, then it must be true. Like, what am I doing that that makes them think this way about me. I have to change. I have to figure this out because clearly I'm doing something wrong. And sometimes it's not that you're doing something wrong or that you're a bad person. Sometimes it's that you are not fitting into the box that someone wants you to fit in. Or sometimes it's that you are not being the person, you're not being a person or behaving in a way that is comfortable or convenient for someone else. And that is not always your fault or you are not always the one who are, who's responsible to fix that. I told myself, I cannot be a watered down version of myself for other people's comfort. I am who I am. I have a bold personality, um, sometimes a little too loud, sometimes a little too goofy, um, sometimes a little too serious, believe it or not. And I have to learn how to gauge when to be what, you know what I mean? But I'm not going to be a specific version of myself for a specific person. There has to be a middle ground, right? And so, you know, I've been in situations where people don't like the way I handle situations or people don't like the way I address or approach situations. And it's not that I'm necessarily doing it in um, a disrespectful or or uh, intentionally hurtful manner, but it's that I'm not doing it in a way that will appease them. Therefore, their conclusion becomes, oh, you're this type of person. That's problematic in my opinion. Now, it's a difference. Like, for instance, let's take disrespect because I don't, I don't, I don't take disrespect lightly. I don't believe you should disrespect someone. Um, 
especially if they're respecting you. You know what I mean? Respect is earned, not given. However, and so if someone, it's a difference between saying, I feel like you don't respect me fully. I feel like there's been times where you have treated me disrespectfully. It's a difference between saying that and saying you're a disrespectful person, right? Because what happens when you generalize someone and say, put a label on them that you're a disrespectful person, in my opinion, that's saying you're disrespectful and you're undeserving of respect, right? If you're disrespectful, therefore you are undeserving of respect because now you're putting this label on them that saying you're disrespectful across the board. That's not fair to say simply because the interaction between me and you is off. What are other people saying about this person? It's that this isn't things that are just specific to me. It's just a scenario. If you're approaching someone and saying, I feel like you're disrespecting me. I feel like you don't treat me fairly. I feel like you don't speak to me in a respectful way. You can have that conversation without attacking someone's character and saying, you're a disrespectful person. Therefore, I have the right to treat you this way. Therefore, you don't deserve to be treated fairly. Therefore, you don't deserve to be speak too nicely. Therefore, you deserve to have your feelings hurt because you're a disrespectful person and you don't care about other people's feelings. That's not fair to make that assumption and generalize someone based off of a personal interaction that you just had with that person. Because sometimes we don't like to look at, well, wow, what am I doing that might be creating or adding to this hostile dynamic between me and this other person? What is my responsibility in this? Because have I looked and see, is this, do, do other people engage with this person the same way? Or is this a, is this a me and you thing, right? Oftentimes, it's a me and you thing, and maybe the response that someone is having to you has to do with the energy and the and and the response and the responsiveness that you're giving that person. And every action just have a reaction. So maybe the dynamic is off personally between you two, but that doesn't mean you get it's fair for you to label that person holistically and generalize them as one thing and attack their character as a person just because the dynamic between you two maybe off right and so i just i just am learning more and more as i get into these kind of situations because i do have a bold personality um i'm a gemini so some days i can be super like goofy haha like crazy off the wall and then other days i can be very like okay let's get down to it especially when it comes down to business especially when it comes down to like accomplishing a task it's like all right Let's go. I, you know, I'm not afraid to take the lead. I'm not afraid to grab the reins. Be like, let's do it. And people have a problem with that sometimes because even though they don't want to step up and take the reins, they still don't want you to do it because they don't want people to look at you and be like, she's responsible for the outcome. Like if it turns out good, they don't want you to be the one getting the credit. But if it turns out bad, they don't mind you taking the fall for it. Right. And so and sometimes, and so sometimes people, want you to fit into the box that they create. They want you to be a version of yourself that is comfortable and convenient for them. And that's just not how life works. You see that this is the kind of person that I am. And it's either you're going to rock with me and accept that and we vibe or we don't. And that's totally okay if we don't. But just because me and you don't rock and because me, me and you aren't a, the, the, in the same cup of tea doesn't mean you get to attack my character and try to make other people feel like I'm this picture that you've painted of me because of what happened, the dynamic between you and I. 
Um, and so I just think that it's nothing wrong with defending your character. It's nothing wrong with not allowing people to speak negatively over your life. And that's something that more and more I am really just learning and I'm really standing firm on. You cannot come in my life and think that you're just going to speak negatively over me and I'm just going to take that. No. Now, we can have a conversation about if there's something I've done to offend you, to hurt you, because I'm not perfect by far. I definitely um, do things that can offend people or that my, I might, my approach on things might rub people the wrong way. And then you have the right to address that. You have a right to be like, yo, Jemiah, I didn't appreciate how you came at me that way. Or I didn't appreciate how you handled that. that. That's not how I receive information. That's not how I receive criticism or feedback. You know what I mean? And we can have that conversation about specific times and examples without someone trying to paint the picture of that you are this, you are that. Um, and so I just, I don't know. That's just one of those things that have, that's been on my mind, um, lately. And I think it's important. And I just want to, um, empower you guys to, know that it's okay to defend your character and it's okay to not allow people to make assumptions about you and make judgments and label you in ways simply because you are not who they want you to be. That, that, you know what I mean? You're everybody, not for everybody. I'm not for everybody. You might not be for everybody. That's why you got to find your tribe. That's why you got to find your tribe and hold on tight because it's hard to find people who not only understand you, but accept you. Right. You know, you got to find whose opinions matter and whose don't. And when those people who, you know, just don't vibe with you and just feel like everything you do is wrong and everything you do get on their nerves and there's just nothing you can do. At the end of the day, at some point, you just got to chuck them the deuces and be like, okay, well, it can just be high and by because clearly who I am doesn't mesh well with who you are. And I can't make any more alterations. Like I can't invest any more energy in trying to become a different me simply for you. And you're not even trying to understand who I am. I'm just supposed to alter to you and bend for you. And you're not going to do the same for me. So, you know, we just don't have to do this at all. Ultimately is the conclusion that I'm coming to. That's like at this day and age, I'm just like, we just don't have to do this at all. Period. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm, this is one of those things where it's like, I feel very, um, sternly on, but I would love to hear feedback and I would love to hear like, I don't know, do you guys have experiences with this? Is this something that you can relate to? Or has something I said, like, just sound like complete caca. Are you like, girl, please just, you know, I, 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 this is something I really would love to hear some feedback on and what you guys think about, um, defending your character and about not allowing people's perceptions of you alter who you are and also but also have to handle how people perceive you because there can be some truth in that so how do you ha- how do you handle when people perceive you negatively even if you know that that's not how you are it still says something when people you know especially if multiple people perceive you as one way and that that's not how you feel you are acting, how do you handle that? You know, this is a question. I don't have the answer. None of this is like, you know, etched in stone. This is just my experience and how I feel about it. But, you know, none of it is etched in stone. Um, And so I would love, definitely love to hear some insight on what you guys think about that. 
So yeah, that's today's jam session. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, as usual, you know what I mean? Follow me um, on Instagram, on Twitter. You can follow my personal pages at JustJamaya, J-U-S-T-J-A-M-A-Y-A, both on Twitter and Instagram. Juicy underscore jam on Snapchat if you're still rocking with that app because they have yet to switch the update back, even though I saw that. You see, that's why you can't believe nothing that's on the internet because that post was going around saying February 20th, the update would be reversed and it ain't happened yet. But anywho, you can also follow Made to Make It on Instagram and Twitter at Made to the number two, make it underscore. So make sure you guys follow that. And um, yeah, I hope you guys like this. I feel I feel good today, man. This is another this is another another episode that I feel really good about. So yeah, I holla at y'all next week. Oh, this week's affirmation. Hmm. Let's see. Um, don't stop till you get enough. All right, y'all. Bye. <laughs>